Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do you think parents should be fined if their children are involved in antisocial behaviour? Now, I want to ask you this today because a Meath County Councillor has admitted that he has never been as scared in his life after being verbally abused and spat at by a gang of intimidating youths. And I explained a circumstance that I was in about six or seven weeks ago. We were talking about it on the air where I was in swords and there was a lot of individuals hanging around. I was going in to get a Chinese takeaway and there was about 20 kids hanging around and they wanted to start to fight with me. And they were all between the age of 14 and 16 years of age. And they staring at me, calling me names, jarring me on, basically trying... They were looking for to get something out of me, but of course I wasn't interested and I just kind of looked at them as if they were sad. But anyway, Independent Councillor Nick Killian uh, has said, or, uh, yeah, it is Killian, uh, has said, is now calling for all parents to ask themselves if they know where their children are and who they are with, at night time particularly. And he's going to be on the line to talk to me in a second, but before I do that, I want to ask you what you think should be done about groups of antisocial teens hanging around on street corners causing trouble. Many, many years ago, of course, and Garda Shedokana could move them on. Uh, because there was loitering. There was a loitering act, wasn't there? It was in the bylaws, but I think that's gone now. And since the incident last Tuesday night uh, at 7 o'clock, Councillor Killian has said or has had a number of messages from people who have been intimidated by young people. So I want to ask you, what should we do about it? The idea that you don't know where your child is if they're 15 or 16 years of age is nonsense. You should know where they are. I've heard people say that they are fearful of groups of kids hanging around or teenagers hanging around the local shops in some areas. What do you think should be done to tackle the rise in these teenagers or teen gangs that we're seeing kind of hopping up all over the cities? Should parents be fined? Because, of course, you can't do anything about the kids. They're minors. But should the parents have to take responsibility and be fined? Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 0871880008. That's 0871880008. You can WhatsApp or text us. And on the line is the Mead Independent Councillor, Nick. Killian. Uh, Nick, how are you doing? Good afternoon, Niall. I'm not doing too bad and I hope that uh, we get positive out of this and have that uh, Well, I, I had a situation that, similar that to yourself. Situation. Yeah, I had a, sim- a very similar situation to yourself. Uh, now, I, I did feel a little bit intimidated by it, but there was about, I don't know, 12, 13 of these young fellas, uh, and they were all young fellas, and they were basically just calling me names. And they were laughing at me, and I was on the phone outside waiting for me takeaway to be done, you know, and I was just on the phone to a friend, and I just kept looking at them, and uh, they were just making noises and look, staring at me and calling. And I know they wanted to fight, and it's just, it is quite intimidating. What happened to you, anyway? Well, what happened was, I was... I have an office in Retoats and I was closing up and they were at the office door and they just simply wouldn't move away. Right. And I was trying to come out of the office uh, to lock the door and I said, lads, would you, no, would you, would you move on? Yeah. And I just got a verbal laceration, probably something similar to yourself. Yeah. And I then said to the lads, look, for God's sake, I'm asking you just to do a very simple thing. Okay, you've, you're using language never that I don't like it. Yeah. And I said, just move away. You're on private property, so just move away. So I got more of it. And then one of them spat, didn't spit, spit at me. He spat past me. Yeah. And at that stage, luckily enough, a lady was passing by. But what worried me, and again, it comes back to what you've been outlining there, what worried me, these were only 13-year-olds. Now, and by the way, just to remind people, you know, I, I you sound quite young with the greatest no, respect. No, I'm 70 years of age. 70 years of age, but you, you don't sound like you're 70, particularly as a compliment, by the way. So just to remind our listeners, so, so you're no spring chicken. You know. I'm no spring chicken. Yeah. And 
like these lads didn't know whether I was a county councillor or not. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't matter. Yeah. But but the, the point was, I was, if you like, I was an older person that they were abusing. So respect wasn't there. Mm. That's number one. Yeah. Um, number two, um, the situation from, as you're talking about parents, is parental uh, participation in their lives. This was quarter past six, quarter to seven on a, Tuesday, on a dark, dirty Tuesday evening. Yeah. And they're hanging around. To me, when my children were growing up, they were at home doing the lessons. And what, what age group were they, Nick? Thirteen. Right, okay. Thirteen. I know their ages. All right, okay. And... I can so, tell you now, at that time of the night, in the winter, my 13-year-olds, I have three kids, my, they're, they're, now, they're older than that now, but when they were 13, I would have known where they were, and they wouldn't yeah. have been out hanging around a shop at 13 yeah. uh, years of age. It just wouldn't have been happening. Well, I know for a fact that one of the parents didn't even know, where, did not know where they were. One of the parents has come to me since about it. Now, they were more but how does, a parent, how does a parent not know where a 13-year-old is at night? Um, I don't know. I mean, they're not asking, they're not, maybe they're not home from work. You've latchkey parents who are only coming in at a certain time. Kids are on their own there from the time they leave school. Um, there's lots of reasons. But we have to get parents involved. The other thing I think we have to do, and I mean, you, you've asked the question yourself, what do we do with young teenagers hanging out? I don't have an answer to it. Well, year, well years ago, I knew, I know, and I'm sure you remember us, uh, I'm 56, if I was hanging around the corner in Edenmore with my mates, you know, the guards from Kulak would be over. They'd be, yeah. they'd be on the beat or they'd be going around on their push bikes or on their motorbikes and they would stop and they would tell you well, to go home. We don't have that in the thoughts. We don't well, have, you don't have that anywhere because the we, loitering we, laws we, have yeah. changed. Yeah. We, we, like, it's a village of 12,000 people. Yeah. We don't have a guard station. And as I've constantly been saying for years, we don't even have guardy on the beat. No, no. And I've had the guards in with me over the, over the last um, week. And, you know, the, the guards themselves are grand, but it takes management to put guardy on the beat. It's fine, always plenty of guards, but they're whizzing through in cars. They should be getting out of their cars. They should be engaging with the young people, having a chat so they know who they are. The guards, they then get to know what, you know, what the law is, what guardy do, and the guardy get to know them and their various situations that they're, getting on in, in the village. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it, it was quite frightening for you, Nick, and, and, I, it, and it is quite once, frightening for people. Yeah, you know for I mean? once in my life, I actually felt extremely intimidated. I was shaken by it. I still wasn't the better of it the following day, and that's not me. Yeah. I can tell you that. That's not me. And there's also the, um, the, the idea that you can't really do an awful lot about it because they're minors, no, and you wouldn't dare no, lay a hand on them because you'd be no, in court. No, and, you know, um, from my perspective... Um, it's an unfortunate interest. It's over and done with now. Um, but what I found very interesting was the amount of people that came into my office and came up and talked to me during the week about things that had happened to them over the past six months, things that I was totally unaware of and that they were afraid to talk about. Yeah. And they were telling me about it. And, you know, there was various situations. One particular man with disability, his car was, um, you know, where they put uh, either a knife or a pin or something across the car and destroyed the whole side of the car and it cost the man money. So again, parents parents have to know what their children are doing, who they are and who they're with. I'd say on an individual basis those kids are probably okay. 
We've 12,000 uh, kids in second level in Rathoats and we've, um, I don't know, about 900 in primary. So we've a huge amount mm. of young people. But there are plenty of activities for them. We've lots of stuff. We've, yeah, like, well, yeah but that, I mean, I, I understand that. And the idea that, I remember years ago when, when I was doing a talk show, this whole idea that, oh, we have to give children something to do because if they're bored, they get up to mischief. You know, or, yeah. And it was always the parents of those who got into trouble would come up with this argument, how about you, there's nothing for them to do. To do. As if it was all our responsibility yeah. to find something to do. I mean, and it ties in with a story in the paper today that kids under the age of 10 are terrorising Dubliners by damaging their doors using a new trick that's called that's uh, costing residents a healthy price to pay. So what they essentially do is they knock on the door. If you're not there, they put super glue in the lock and put super glue oh. in the barrels of the locks of cars as well. Oh, uh, Lord. And they're putting up these videos on Facebook of them doing it. Um, and they're doing it around uh, Dublin. There's one uh, image gone up of uh, three youths doing it, to, uh, gluing a front door in Castleview Lawns. So, I mean, th- that story is in, the, in Dublin Live there today. So it, it's a case of parents not knowing where their kids are, what they're doing. So we're taking our eye off the ball. But is that is that a reflection of society at the moment? Because you see that two parents, as you rightly said, have to work. Um Maybe parents are not being the parents they used to be 30 years ago because they don't have the same supervision over their children. Are we losing the run of them? I think in a certain way we are. I, I suppose when you, you know, when you get older, you're looking back at how we were reared, which was a different time, a different place and a different space. And you come to today where kids seem to have... Uh, they're more articulate. I, I'm involved in education through being involved in the education training board in Loudoun Mead. I go round to schools all the time. And what amazes me is how articulate young, even first year students are. So they have a different view of the world. They have a view of the world that's on an iPhone. They have a view of the world that's... Uh, because they don't look at television anymore. Everything is based on social media. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just sponges for information now. Yeah, and yeah. this this type of situation then is on social media they see it and they you know they get when they get into a gang mentality you know it's like sheep like lamb and there they are and they all act in unison so mm-hmm. but what the answer is and i think this, we have to as a society go you know going forward for the next couple of years try and find opportunities and ways i, I know south dublin county council at one stage were looking at some initiative i don't know whether anything came out of it or not but I certainly locally am going to, I've already had people talking to me about what can we do. So let's try and be positive. I'll try and be positive out of what happened. And what, so about, what, about, what about the idea of finding the parents? But I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not talking about because Johnny is hanging on the street corner yeah. or Mary. I'm, t- I'm talking about, you know, when a child well, gets into trouble done, and he's up to dividends. And dam- well, I think where they do damage, the parents should be paying. Yeah. But it, it's to implement that. From a, from a legal perspective because um, really the only person that can actually put that into place is a judge in court so we, we don't have any other way of doing it other than going to court because we, other- we I mean I watched the programme there in RT last year I can't remember what it was there was three young fellas now this is the extreme obviously they, they were drinking they were aged 14 to 16 they stole a car and their auntie came to collect them from the police station and bailed them out. Now, they had their faces obviously blurred because they're minors. But after, of course, the narrator of the programme on RT, whatever, he was saying, you know, that you know that they give the update at the end of the programme. Yeah. Nothing happened to them. You know what I mean? Nothing happened. See, I, think, I think the jail, the, you know, the junior liaison situation is weak. It's a slap in the hand. Yeah. I know the Gardaí are running diversion, Gardaí diversion programmes in certain areas with certain certain young people to try and get them out of trouble. These would be kids who would be involved in crime. Yeah. 
and, and other, you know, nefarious types of activities that wouldn't be good for them. So we have to find ways um, outside of court. And, and you're right about the guards on the beach. And by the way, that's not just a Rathoth problem. I live in Swords, which is a very populated area. We do have a guard station. Unfortunately, very undermanned for the size of the population. Yeah. And there's still no guards on the beach. I don't see them anyway if they are. Yeah, and I, you see, even in, in, in our county now at the moment, a lot of our guards in, in Meath have to go to Drogheda now to deal with the situation down there. So yeah. even the number of guards you might have are being taken away from you because yeah. of a resource situation to try and fight another fight. Well, the more so, serious crime, of course. The yeah. more serious crime. So yeah. um, to be fair, the, uh, we have a very good community guard uh, situation in the Ashburn is the Ashburn Guard Station we work out yeah. of. And they try their best, but they're only, there's only one, with a, a girl, I don't mind mentioning her, Barbara Kelly's her name. She's a yeah. fantastic young woman, fantastic guard, great with young people, but she's only one girl she's on one, one shift. Yeah. On one shift. She does a fantastic job uh, with the resources, the limited resources you have. Right. Now, you know, the commissioner has said, he wants to have more community police and he's now got to put his money where his mouth is. I would completely agree with you. Listen, thanks very much and I hope you're, hey. uh, you hope you're okay now after that experience. It's not a nice experience. Yeah. I know I went through not, it myself. Not, it's nice. it's you went nice. through it yourself so you have yeah. some idea what it's like. Yeah, it is okay. intimidating. Thanks very have much indeed. Day. All right, yeah, you too. That's Councillor Nick Killian who was intimidated by a bunch of, you, a bunch of youths up in Rathouse at his own office. Um, young people, 13 years of age. I know you're saying to yourself at 13 he's a grown-ass man. He's 70 years of age. Uh, he's no spring chicken as he admitted himself and it doesn't matter whether you're 70 or whether you're 30 because you can't really hit them because if you do you'll be the one who'll end up in court so the whole situation when you have maybe 10 or 15 youths 13, 14, 15 years of age it can be quite intimidating and maybe you've been in that situation so who's responsible the parents will say oh well it wasn't my fault I don't know I didn't know where he was 7 o'clock at night Peter you're on Classic Kids how are you doing Peter how are you Niall good Peter I mean Peter whose responsibility is if Johnny and Mary 14 is making a nuisance of themselves on a street corner well, it, that man was uh, out canvassing, was he? No, he was just coming out of his own councillor's office. He wasn't canvassing at all. Oh, I thought he was canvassing me to, to be a politician. I was going to say, you want to get used to people... Uh, <laughs> Intimidating, you know yeah. Okay, yeah, but no, he wasn't canvassing. No, no, he wasn't canvassing. Yeah. No, but um, I, you always hear me, um, always strong on this, Noel, that my parents didn't raise me to do what we done. There is parents out there that do not care one bit where their children are, what point they come in at, so on and so forth. And by your but own, admi- by your own admission, you were a nuisance. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. There are a lot of parents out there that do care where their children are. They're trying their best, but they just can't be around Johnny and Mary 24-7. But are you really trying your best if you're saying to me, I didn't know he was over at the shops when he's 13? When he was 13 and he told me he was going out for a game of football with the lads, I thought he was going out for a game of football with the lads. You know, when a group of young people get together, God knows what can happen. You know? But you, I, you but I, I, I can remember, particularly with my two lads, I mean, they're now 19 and 23, so it's very different. I have no idea where they are now, right? But in yeah. saying that, when they were 13 years of age, you know, if Scott said to me, I'm going down the skate park, the skate park right? I'd bring him yeah. to the skate park and I'd collect yeah. him again. Exactly, but you see, I had a similar situation with me son the other day. He said, can I go out? I said, for what? Oh, just to do this, or that, or whatever. I said, no. Unless you have a purpose for going out, you're going out to play football, you're going out on bikes or whatever. You're not just going out to hang around in a park or do stuff like that, you know? But when my parents called me that when I was younger, I'd say, no, I'm just going to play football with the boys 
and he'd be like, okay, go ahead. And then I'd be out with my goalkeeper's gloves. <laughs> and as soon as I got outside the door, the goalkeeper's gloves are hidden in the garden and I was off with the boys. Up to no so, good. Up to no good. So, like, you have to take that into consideration. But, Noel, I do also understand that there is parents that do not care one bit where their child is from one end of the day to the other. But, but, when we yeah, but, if you, but yeah, but if you're deceiving your parents, which you did, by the way, if you're deceiving your parents, it doesn't matter. They are still responsible. They, they are your guardians. You know, if you do something wrong, like if you smashed Mr. Murphy's window down the road, your mans are the ones that have to pay for it. So you are, they are responsible for you, no matter whether they know what you're doing or they don't know what you're doing. Well, I got many a beating from Mr. Murphy's window, to be honest with you. <laughs> You know, after getting caught doing things, I got, like, if someone brought me back to the house and said, your son's after doing this or that, I got heavily, you know. um, And what were you doing, Peter? Just stupid things like what them kids were doing, like slagging off people or if you were in a gang of people and someone you knew walked by and you'd be, like, slagging them or... And what were you look at? I mean, and, and, my, and by the way, I want to I want to say because you are one of my favorite callers of the show. You've turned yeah. your life around. You're a very different person now, and you, and and you're quite ashamed of the way you behaved when you were a young child. But oh, were, were, you, were you trying to intimidate? Were you trying to start fights? Is that what it was? Being the no, big the big shot. Someone someone says something. You try to have a laugh, and it gets out of hand because. And it was it was a peer you. pressure. Was it your because your mates are there? You're trying to be the hard shot. You want to be like them. Is that what it is? That's all it ever is. And I could have been the one to first start it and say, oh, look at your man over there in his pair of flares, you know, who do you think he is? One of the Beatles or something. And then people start shouting over at him and then next thing you know, it's out of hand, the man reacts, there's a fight. Like, things can quickly escalate when you're in a group of people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ever remember that film, I think it's called uh, Sleepers, I'm nearly sure it's called, where the, there's a four, four young lads and they're, uh, they robbed the hot dog stand and they end up pushing the hot dog stand down a set of stairs and they killed somebody. Like, they didn't set out to kill somebody at the time, but they robbed the hot dog stand and messing, and then they end up spending 10 years in prison because they, killed they pushed somebody. the hot dog... I don't know what the yeah. name of the film is, but it's... Uh, I remember Sounds interesting. But, yeah, but what you're trying to say to me, there's a pack mentality as well. Yeah, there's a pack... And if things can easily escalate from a slagging to a fight in seconds you know like there was times when I'd slag people and they'd, have, they'd take fun out of it and say go on out of that with your Blanche's town haircut and your Ballymun fringe or you know slag the life out of you and people could take it and you'd have a laugh but then the people that couldn't take it then you know you'd be sitting there and then next thing you know a van pulls up and a load of people jump out and you're running for your life but has it got worse Peter because I don't, sorry what age are you again Peter now I am 38. Okay, well, you're still a reasonably young man, but I know in my day, when I hung around a street corner, or if I dared to hang around a street corner with me mates at the top of Edenmore Gardens, you know, the guards would be around. Somebody would ring the guard station, the guards would be around, and they'd send you home. Yeah, well, you see, we had a little lane where the guards, if they came one way, you could run the other way until they got wide to it. And then, like, what the next thing is, this is another thing, what happens, right? If you're assigned a JLO officer when you're growing up, it's like another notch on your belt for a young person that's wanna be gangster. It's like, oh, I have a JLO officer now, wow, 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 you know. And then, oh, I got put on the back of the Mariah van. I got slapped off the old bill. You know, it's all notches on the belt to people that think that way and grow up that way. 
You know what I mean? Okay, well, say, well, say it every second because Maria, you're on Classic Kids. Maria, I mean, Peter makes a good point. There are good parents who don't, you know, who think their children are okay. Uh, Peter was telling his parents that he was being a good boy out playing football, but he wasn't. He was terrorizing the neighborhood. Maria, are you there? Mm. Maria's listening in delay, unfortunately. I can hear her in the background. Maria, can you hear me? All right. I'll go back to her in a second. All right, somebody says, Once Upon a Time in America, a movie called, uh, is, is called, oh, oh, that's the movie you were talking about, Peter. Once Upon a Time in America, is that it? Oh, I don't know. I think it's called Sleepers. I okay, well, somebody, somebody else is saying it's called Once Upon a Time in America. The person says, uh, you want to find parents because their kids are hanging around in a group. Uh, sounds a bit like uh, English rule times. Uh, no congregating or groups. Well, there was laws here at one stage where you couldn't congregate or be in a group either. Let me go to Neve. Neve, you're on Classic Kids. How are you, Neve? How are you, Niall? Thanks for having me. Good, Neve. Neve, I mean, you've heard Peter there, you know. I mean, he's saying you can't make parents responsible all the time. No, I do. I agree with that. You can't make it. Um, but there's a lot of parents out there who have no idea where their children are. I grew up in an area, sorry, Bank County, Waterford, and we used to be able to just... I'm talking about up until about five or six years ago, using the car the whole lot, and it has grown to 5,000 houses in a short time. Yeah. And within that period of time, we have a lot of children have just come up through the ranks. Now, I'm not saying we have too many children or anything like that, but it's a small little, it used to be a small enough village and now it's grown and there's absolutely nothing for them to do and there's a lot of social... Uh, I don't know about that argument. I've heard no, this no, argument. No, there's no, nothing for them to do. Come on, hear me out. There was nothing for me to do when I was a young fella. We've had a good crack in the arse now if something went wrong. Like, I mean, we were terrified. I remember if I was walking down the street if I had a cigarette in my hand or anything and I saw my neighbour next door. I'd be terrified because she'd run up and tell my mother. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, there was a bit, but there was a bit more community cooperation in those days. Oh, of course there was. And everyone looked out for each other and they said, oh, geez, I saw that Neve one down the road and she's doing this. I know, so your neighbours would rat on you. I mean, should exactly. Mr. Ward would tell me, Dad, that he saw me hanging around yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Hear me out. I have, I have, I ha- I'm a grandmother now, right? So I, I'm come out the other end and thank goodness my children have come out the other end as well. They're good. They, now, they, I, I didn't go on stage with my children too. They, there were times when they tell me where they were and they weren't and then I'd have a knock on the door and the guy down the road bringing them back. Do you know where your young one was? You know? <laughs> so um, what, what I'm trying to say, right, is, is I know there's a lot of parents out there and now their children. I've seen them being reared on the street. And my heart goes out from, I used to have a little um, art club in my garden just for the children like that during the summer, give them something to do. These children have now grown up and have become teenagers. And the parents still don't care where they are. I know this for a fact. So they're thrown out in their nappies, essentially, yeah. They're thrown out. And the the weather that was there last night is ferocious. And they're out on that street with nothing to do. And what should... Now, hang on for a second, Maria. Now, I'm sure, I don't know, Peter's still a little bit young to remember this. I'm 56. When I was a young fellow, my mother threw me out on the street too. But I didn't turn out to be a bad person. (laughs) We came back for a dinner. Yeah, that's it. And during the summer, she'd rip the T-shirt off me. And she'd say, get out and get sun on your body. Exactly. (laughs) Now, they can't say boo to children. They can't say boo to them. Because they're getting into trouble. They go, they've... Take but why are they different them. now? Why are children different now? Well, maybe they're not. Maybe I'm just thinking, looking through rose-tinted glasses. Why are they different now to the way they were then? There's a lot. We're hearing a lot about gangs, you know, young gangs, children, yeah. you know, 13-year-olds intimidating adults. And... Yeah, they feel entitled because they're not disciplined. When the guys pick them up, they can't be responsible for their actions. Nothing is done. They get a J-Lo. They get a slap over the wrist. 
and they go back out and do it again and they get another slap over the wrist. I don't know if people are... I don't know if the guards are frightened to do anything because in our society, if you say she and this person wants to be... You know, I, I don't know. It's just you can't say anything. I know. I, I've seen it firsthand. And I have... I have My young fellow now is nearly 16 and I... I work until half ten on a Monday night when he's in an actual club and it frightens the life out of me at the end of it. I have to stop him from going because I've no way from him to get home because of the gangs that are hanging out on the streets intimidating people. And, the, and, that, and that's wrong as well. But, but do me a favour, stay there, Maria, please. I want to come to Neve after the break. Or should I say Neve? I want to come to Maria after the break uh, because I have to go to a break. But loads of people, by the way, texting in about Peter's movie. Uh, Hi, Niall. The movie is called Sleepers. Robert De Niro's in it. Now, the movie is called Sleepers. It stars Kevin Bacon. Robert De Niro is a priest. Uh, that comes from Kieran and Malahide. Somebody else says, yes, the movie is called Sleepers. All right. We get it. The movie is called Sleepers. We've now established it, Peter. All right. Uh, we've got to take a break. Keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. The number is 87 Loads and loads of texts coming in about children and the development they get up to. Uh, Niall, in my area, you daren't go out after 8 o'clock at night because you will be terrorised, but not by 19 or 20-year-olds, by 12-year-olds. All oh, right, OK. That's what you are dealing with. Unfortunately, there are children who are badly brought up. Not all the time, but some children are well brought up, as Peter points out, so you can't blame the parents. Stay there, Peter. But Maria, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Maria? Hello, how are you? Good. Maria, can you blame the parents all the time? Should they be accountable for badly behaved children? I feel I feel that they do, yes. They should be held account- accountable. Okay. I mean, like with a fine. So if little Johnny or Mary are, you know, hanging around street corners intimidating people, which would be a, <laughs> under the Public Order Act, would be a crime in some sense, um, do you believe their parents should get a fine? I believe that they should be. Their parents, it's their job. They really well, should be rearing their children properly with more manners, really. Mm. No disrespect. Noel, but um, what's that lady's name? Maria. Maria, what part of the country are you from? Oh, Marie, sorry, Marie. 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 You're from, sorry, where? County Loud. County Loud. A child up in County Loud living in a rural community where there's not really that much around. All they have is a GAA and there's not much mischief. It's a very busy town. You live in a very busy town. town, And have you any children of your own? I have I have a twenty year old, I have a sixteen year old and eleven year old. And did you go out every day of their lives they went out to play and hold them by the hand and make sure they were doing everything? Had you got them under twenty four hour surveillance? To a certain extent when they were going to a friend's house we would have taken them there mm-hmm. or they were collected or the house that they were in the parents would have left them home. Um if they were going to a football, basketball, hurling Anything at all, they were taken to and from it. Yeah, or yeah. Is that because you lived far away from it, or is it because? No, well, no, 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 Peter, you're, you're, you're questioning Marie there, and I would be the same as Marie. I can have the same recollection of when my kids were younger, that I was always... The, like, you were saying, like, that you'd go out with the, the gloves on you, and as soon as your, your ma turned her back, the gloves would be thrown under a bush, and off you'd go and get up yeah. to Dilvement, right? With your goalkeeper gloves. But I would have, yeah. I, I, I'm 100% confident that if either of my two lads, or indeed my, my young daughter, was up to that carrier, I think I would have been aware of it. I, I knew where they, I, I'm 100% confident that I knew where they were, up to the age of, say, 16 anyway. I knew where they were every minute they were out. Yeah. And so, in a way, did my parents, because it was only around the corner. Like, mm-hmm. my mother could send my sister around the corner to grab me for dinner. Because you hadn't got mobile phones back in them days and that. 
And you had the community as well that would be the force to say, your kids around there causing murder. I'd go home, I'd get the slaps and I'd be told not to do that again. I'd probably get grounded for a week, jump out the bedroom window and be gone again. How does a parent control a child like that? You see, in our situation is, we the 16-year-old boy, he is probably like most teenagers with chances on. However, there, we would always let them know there's a consequence if you say you're going somewhere and you're not actually there and I find out or my partner or his dad finds out. So me, I would say we give them enough rope to hang themselves so that they're given it one chance and if they're caught out in it, well, then it's all taken away. You're not getting out. You're staying put. You have to cope with the consequence. So in fairness, they're fairly relatively good all, all round. That so what that, that lad mm-hmm. you grounded? What if he jumped out the bedroom and went off running? He wouldn't. Right, so in my case... And, 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 and Marie sounded very confident there, and I would be equally as confident, Peter, because it yeah. never happened to me, obviously. I would be equally, yeah. as, equally as confident. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting you had bad parents, Peter, and I don't want you to di- mm-hmm. take that up. I'm not trying to disrespect your parents, right? Yeah. But I do believe they took their eye off the ball with you. No, no, I don't. I don't agree with that, Noel. I, I think they tried their best with me, and... But okay, okay. Well, well, what about your siblings? Were, were they all? I mean, okay, you were a little runt as you admitted yourself. So, what about your siblings? The, I had three sisters that never broke a dish in their life. That listened to mammy and daddy, finished school, and done everything by the book. I have. Um, I lost a brother to an overdose, as you know, and I have a younger brother that was. He was okay. Like there was, it was just I don't know what, what it was about the boys. Compared well, to boy, the well boys, look, by their very nature, boys, you know, statistically take more risks than girls. So yeah. boys tend to get into more trouble than girls. Yeah, so the three girls were angels, still are. And unfortunately, we lost the oldest brother and saved the youngest brother. And so myself and the youngest brother are doing good now. And, you know, the story... But, and is your mum and dad still alive? Um, no, you know what happened to my father, so... Okay, all right, okay. Sorry. Yeah, you'd have to recollect the call that one. <laughs> I do, yeah, I do apologise. Sorry, I forgot all about yeah. that actually. All right, okay. Well, well so Maria, I I do understand yeah. there's a problem in society, and do you think the problem has got worse, Maria? Do you think parents now, uh, Maria, are I suppose well, you see, less conscious of where their right. kids are? It's what you're given. Like if a parent knows how to be a parent, they'll bring it. If they're taught by their own parents, they'll bring it forward. But there's a lot of gen. There's two generations coming along now, and they may not have had what I was given as to how to nurture and teach and bring on the children. So whilst you can blame the parents in one way, maybe they weren't given the tools in order to be a parent. Or mm-hmm. and also, by the way, I I don't see as much nowadays of siblings rearing their younger. In other words, in my day, and I don't see it as much now because people are so insular and independent now and kids are so insular and independent because they're all focused on their own image and their own PlayStation games and their own thing that they're doing. Whereas in their day, your older sister looked after the younger brother and helped to raise him. Yeah. Well, you don't you don't see that 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 kind of sibling kind of I say bonding as much anymore. I don't believe. I think that children now are a little bit more independent than they would have been. They didn't depend on their siblings. Well, I think they're, they're trying to be, but mm. unless they have the proper tools and skills to do so, 
they're going to have little failings here, here, there and everywhere, you know. Uh, okay, some of the texts coming in. I see it every day of the week and they know the guards won't do anything. They're increasingly intimidated, particularly to young men, early 20s, etc. Because they know if a 20-year-old touches them, uh, they will be charged. The 14-year-old feral kids, on the other hand, travel in packs and know that they can't be touched because they're juveniles. Uh, let me go to David. David, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, David? Hello, man. How are you? Good, David. Well, what, what do we do? I think it's gone so far. I think the only thing we can do, I mean, with IT and technology, is 12 to 18 months compulsory military service for everyone from the age of 18 or after, co- or after their leaving cert, not before college. They brought this back in Switzerland, I think. And I'm afraid that's all. It's not afraid, I do, I do for our own. We had the SCA years ago. Now, that's been destroyed. They destroyed that as well. They took it off from local level. And... It's the only way for children, and that's all they are, children, to learn social skills, personal skills, and have a respect for society. It's, this is going to have to be a long-term plan. I've no, I have absolutely no um, regard. I have nothing but really contempt for our politicians because they're, they're incompetent, the whole bloody lot of them. But for a society going forward... It just it's, it's getting worse and it's getting worse. And no matter who you are, the, the richest uh, um, solicitor or doctor to um, ordinary Joe Soap in the street trying to do it on a stay's work, to unemployed, to travellers, to everyone, everyone should have to do 12 months minimum compulsory service for their country. And that's the only way out of this, I think. We have to teach our young people responsibility for the social aspects of their communities and for their country. Mm-hmm. We've gone too far. Way, and you, and you, you think far. the only way to do that is to force a bit of discipline into them? We have to. It's the only way, and it has to be done properly uh, with the well-being of the girl, uh, both men and women, young men and women, not just men. Of course, Everyone yeah. should have to do it. It's the only way out of it. And, uh, there's nothing. I, I can't see anything. It's only getting worse. This cancer is growing and growing. And there's no way out of it. And, I, you know, you wake up and you listen, you listen to the stabbings in Cork. I know the family. It's, it's That's just, a terrible it's, story. That's it, an absolutely shocking story. Every, everything was done right there. Everything was done right. Yeah, yeah. But it just took them three boys who were ransacking. They've come down to West Cork, done damage before. They've done okay, okay. Well, do we, we, we can't go into it too much. The Silligard investigation. What I'm saying, we, yeah. have to, we have to go forward. We have to have a long-term plan. And the government and, the, and these, these terrible politicians that we have, and I'm not going to name them. I don't want to get, go into that because I obviously if you put a donkey up, you know, a Finnegan, they'd be voted in. That's our responsibility. We vote them in. Now, would you, would you conscript it. everybody or would you conscript No, absolutely everyone. No, you can't get out of it. I mean, this thing What about, about those, the, what about, you know, the, the idea that you would only put uh, conscript people if they've had maybe a JLO or... No, 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 no. That's not right. And that's only, they, uh, that's only um, given the army or, 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 or what's left of our army. But where, are gonna, been, where, where are you going to conscript know? these all these kids? The 70,000 kids. There is. Every, every what, year. I, I know, I know that. So how would you conscript them? You ha- well, if you have, bring it down to 12 months and they brought in, they're, they're shown the basics, they're shown basic discipline. They're, uh, they're, but 70,000, where, where are we going to get well, a barracks big enough for them all? Well, we just have to build them like we have to build. The country shouldn't be afraid to 
to go forward. They do it in Europe all the time. Mm. And if they can do it, surely we can... Well, it. I know in some countries, like I think in Estonia, it's three years conscription. Well, three, three years is a long time, yeah. and it takes away from colleges and apprenticeships and everything. Yeah. But certainly, our so. young, our, yeah. we, we owe it to our young people Okay, well, we'll stay, we'll stay there. I tell you what, there's a bigger topic in that, David, that we are going to bring up again because Liam just said to be during the break there were so many texts in relation to that. And I will bring that topic. I might talk about that tomorrow okay. in more detail. But Fran, you're on Classic Kids. Fran, generally speaking, this kind of breakdown where young people are not respecting their elders, so to speak, and get up to all sorts of development, who's responsible? Uh, how are you, Noel? Yeah. No, I agree with um, certain points that that gentleman has just said, but what I'm, what I'm trying to get across is it's not about uh, corporal punishment as in physically having to... Bait your child. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, know, you know. But, I mean, we've lost the ability to chastise our children because this snowflake... Why hasn't? But Peter you know, hasn't, yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not that. It's not that. It, it, you know, I, I just gave an example to your researcher there earlier on. My two kids found by my house the other day. There was a, a, an empty bottle in the, in the grass verge. They picked out the glass, they picked up the bottle, smashed it outside the uh, day. And uh, I let a roar at them. Well, you want to hear the abuse I took back? These were two about seven and eight years of age, girls. And what do they, they say to you? They're just telling me to F off and mind my own business. Oh, sir. You know, that's the sort of attitude you're getting off children. Now, if, I'd have said, if I'd have said to my to the neighbour's father across the road to F off and mind his own business at 10 or 11, exactly I'd have got a fist I, to my head. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I mean. It's not, not, and I don't mean, I mean, to be able to talk down to somebody... And I don't mean talk to you. This idea of getting down to the same level height and talking to you. Children don't understand that. They understand good and bad. That's so so essentially, they, they have no respect for authority a lot. They're not all kids. Let's be clear about this. No, no, There's no, some no, good no. kids yeah, out there. Some, some, some yeah. parents bring their kids up in a way that they respect their, their elders. Now, I, I've seen elderly folk going in and out the shops. They're terrified. You know, there's kids hanging there, young ones hanging around. And the abuse that they get for nothing. There's yeah. no mannerism. They don't open the doors. They don't say sorry. They don't say please. And if they don't get their own way, they're basically throwing tantrums. But the way they throw their tantrums is they cause damage. Now, I, I just want to add, in, in my local town in West Cork, we, I don't go downtown anymore at night time because for the fear of meeting uh, our own young people and people from outside the country and they're drinking. The guards, I don't think the guards can do anything about it. No, and, because well, as soon as the guards try to, and they'll take out their phones, they video yeah. everything. And uh, uh, you can make an sound like it's uh, like you know what I mean. You can't walk outside your front door and that. I understand it is very bad regarding like you know what's going on with young kids and all, but there is some good out there. And and if you if you wire it down to the minimum. It's only in certain areas, and you know the areas it's in. I, got, I, I, don't I don't think anyone's doubting that, so. Peter, but the problem is, I think this is different from young people, you know, age bracket, probably 12 to 16, 17 years of age. There's a different attitude nowadays than the attitude we had, even though, the, yes, there was some scuts in air age days as well. But in saying yeah. that, there's a different attitude nowadays. The guards are even afraid to say it to them, so they take out their phones and they're putting it up on YouTube and Facebook. No, yeah. Like, I have a 12 year old and. Because of the things I done when I was young, I know the little knickknacks and the little things that I'm able to avoid with him now. Like I would let him go out the door without bringing him somewhere, and I only learned that through my mistakes, you know, and the things I done when I was growing up. 
Yeah, sorry, David, just very quickly. Uh, but but uh, I won't give you, but you remember in the, the 80s, I remember the duns and the drugs started and the yeah, heroin, yeah, and, yeah. and that was localised in Dublin, and all the politicians and the police and everyone else kept their heads in the sand. I thought, oh, that's in Ballymun, we forget that. That cancer spreads, and cancer spreads, and it spreads every part of it in our towns and our villages. So it's not just Dublin, it's, uh, it's nationwide. Of course, and We yeah. have to get our head out of the sand, and this is going to have to be a long-term plan. And our politicians, God help us, they make me sick to my stomach. They're horrible, they're useless, and I, I feel very sad for our beautiful little country, the way it's turning out, you know. So going forward, we need brave people up there in the Doyle. Well, you've I only got you've only got a couple of weeks to sort that one out. Ah, uh, sure, I know. I yeah. know God help us. Yeah. All, <laughs> all right, David. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Listen, uh, I'm a, I am going to bring that up as a topic: the conscription. I think it's an interesting idea. Uh, a lot of people will be texting and saying it's a great idea. Uh, the person says, "Hi there, I'm a Spanish student. I'm Spanish, 41 years of age, living in Ireland, 16 years, two young boys. Uh, I was 18 years of age when I was uh, had to do compulsory join the military Spanish force for nine months. Definitely recommend this action to any country. Uh, teach teenagers to become young and respectful men. Response and discipline uh, get you ready for the proper and real world in real life. Regards. Yes, it's a good idea. I, like I, I don't see anything too wrong with it. In America, of course, they had it for a long, long time, and you'll see that young men in America are so civilized. When I say so." civilised in the way they speak to each other and the way they speak yes ma'am yes sir no thank you sir there's a lot of manners involved particularly in the southern states when you see it so I do believe there is a debate around that Real People Real Opinions Real Talk Radio The Multi Award Winning Niall Boylan Show Classic Hits